If you're a coach and you've been thinking about starting a podcast, you might be thinking that getting to 10,000 downloads as soon as possible is part of the goal, right? More downloads equals more interest from sponsors equals more money. But what if I told you that chances are your podcast download numbers are going to be low for a long time? Would you still start one? And if your answer is yes, how do you make that time and effort count? That's what we're going to talk about today. Just like you, there are many small audience entrepreneurs with a podcast. And today, we'll enter the world of small audience podcasting. How do you make it worth it? Hi, I'm your host, Ina Coveney. Every Monday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story, and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays, this one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. And today, our focus will be on three secrets of a small audience podcaster. That's me, so that your new podcast can go the distance even if you don't have 10,000 downloads in your first year. This episode was inspired by our last conversation with Kevin Schmidlin, my very own podcast mentor and the host of the Grow the Show podcast. And by the way, I do encourage you to give that podcast a follow and check me out on the episode from April 5th, 2022, where I share how I get my dream guests on this podcast. I also had Kevin on this podcast, on the global phenomenon, in the interview seat in my last episode, number 103 where he shared his long journey to creating a $100,000 per month business that couples podcasting and coaching. So go check out that episode when you're done with this one. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're making dinner, I hope from personal experience that you have noise-canceling headphones to keep your kids from distracting you because there's so much to learn today. And please make sure you head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Welcome to The Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose, to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. I know you've been thinking about starting a podcast. And I know that because if I didn't have a podcast, I would probably be thinking about starting a podcast all the time. I would just, it would just be in the back of my head. I would be thinking of ideas. I'd be thinking of episodes. I'd be thinking of people I could interview. And I'd be kicking myself that I haven't started podcasting yet. I know that. And I know you know that about yourself. I know that podcasting has been a real possibility for you. And you just haven't done it yet. You haven't gotten around to it yet. So this is kind of me fulfilling my part in the world to let you know about the world of podcasting from the perspective of the small audience entrepreneur. Because let's face it, 
the chances that your podcast is going to completely blow up on day one are very, very small. They're not non-existent. Keep up the hope, right? They're not non-existent. There's many successful podcasts that have found overnight success, which is is right there is a misnomer because they've probably been doing this for a very long time, right? But the truth is that when you start a podcast, at first, it's pretty much guaranteed that you're going to hear crickets. It's pretty much guaranteed that you're going to open up to a small audience. And most podcasts stay that way. Most podcasts continue to have a small audience. Um, It's not until you really kick your visibility efforts into high gear that your podcast can get more visibility, that can get more exposure and can get more people more more people signing up for it. But that would be a completely different podcast episode. That would be a completely different conversation, how to grow your podcast. What I'm here to talk to you about is what happens when you are an entrepreneur, you are a coach, and monetizing your podcast by itself, that's really not your highest priority, right? Your highest priority is monetizing your business, is selling your coaching services. So if you're planning on starting a podcast, again, you don't want it to be like, not doing anything for you, you want to feel like it's working for you, like it's doing its job, like it's worth having, like it's worth putting all of that time and effort in it. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. If you have a small audience, if you are a coach and you've been thinking about starting a podcast, I need you to understand the reality of having a podcast so that number one, you're not disappointed and quit too soon. But number two, so that you can start to see results with it, right? Even if you have a small audience. So that's why we're here. I'm going to introduce you to a completely different way of thinking about podcasts that has nothing to do with becoming the next Joe Rogan. It has everything to do with monetizing your business right now. All right. So for this, I wanted to share with you three things that you need to know that I need you to believe in order to succeed with your podcast. And let's define success first, okay? So that's actually going to be point number one, is how to define success with your podcast. In other words, what is the point of you starting a podcast? What is it that you want to tell the world? Why are you choosing to do it in this way, okay? So when you define success, Are you defining it in terms of how much money you're making in your podcast? Are you defining it into uh, how many followers you gain from your podcast? How much authority it gives you? How many people start talking about you? How much engagement you get? Like you need to first define what what constitutes success in your podcast venture, okay? And I'm gonna tell you for a small audience entrepreneur, Success for me is to sell more coaching packages, is for more people to sign up to my membership, is for more people to want to work with me one-on-one. So when I look at my podcast, I'm not thinking, okay, let me get some sponsors. Let me take up that DM that I got from a jewelry store who says that I would look amazing in their earrings, right? I'm not going to be looking at that. I'm not looking at the podcast to be a self-sustaining, uh, you know, monetization machine. I'm really not. I'm a coach. 
I want to coach, I want to sell my coaching packages. So when I look at my podcast, my definition of success is that it will elevate my authority. Is that when people see Ina Coveney and they see my podcast, The Global Phenomenon, that that is going to be an automatic authority booster. So let me talk about authority for a second and why this is so important. With a small audience, we don't have the luxury of being an automatic, having an automatic credibility marker in the size of our audience. So let me put this another way. If I have 100,000 followers and Lindsay starts to follow me, right? And she goes straight to my profile and she sees that I have 110,000 followers. What is Lindsay going to think of me? She's going to think, wow, she must be good, right? If there's so many people following her, there must be something to her, right? Audience size is an automatic authority booster. People with a small audience, entrepreneurs with a small audience cannot rely on that metric. So what do we do? We find other ways to elevate our authority. So how do I use my podcast? One way that I use it is by interviewing amazing people, people with an audience, people that you've heard of. If you go back, episode one was John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneurs on Fire. Episode number three was Pat Flynn, the godfather of podcasting, right? Episode 25 was Laura Belgray, the same Laura Belgray that created the copy cure with Marie Forleo. You've heard of these people. And when you see me talking to them, that's an automatic authority booster for me. So that's one way that I use to increase my authority with my podcast. Another way is something that is happening in the next week or so. I am headed to PodFest. PodFest is a conference for podcasters. And I'm going to go and speak on stage about podcasting with a small audience. So what am I doing there? I'm using my podcast to elevate my authority, increase my reach, expand my exposure, expand my visibility, right? Without the podcast actually making any money for itself. I'm using it as an authority builder because that is very important if you have a small audience is to have other ways to increase your authority, all right? So that's what I want you to start to think about is how is the podcast going to help you in more ways than just getting a whole lot of downloads so that you can get sponsorship deals? That's not the only way that you're going to monetize. You're going to take advantage of your podcast, all right? With a small audience, we got to think of those things. So that was point number one that I need you to know is that it can be an authority builder if you use it right. So make sure that you're using it right. So let's go to point number two that I need you to believe. And that is how monetization happens when you have a podcast and you have a small audience. So here's the deal, guys. When you publish your episode, the number of people that you're reaching, the number of people who are actually listening to your podcast, they're getting you right in their ears. There's nothing more intimate than to hear somebody's voice in their ear. If you're listening to this on my podcast right now, because I'm also going live on Instagram, right? If you're listening to the podcast right now, like you are immediately trusting the things that I'm telling you. 
right? You are seeing me as somebody who can teach you, who can work with you, who can help you get from A to B because that's what I do. So when we talk about monetization, it's about you. It's about you, the listener. It's about you, the person who's listening every single week and hearing my ad. I don't know if you notice, right after the musical intro of this podcast, there's an ad for my services. Sometimes it's an ad to join my membership. Sometimes it's an ad to join the wait list for my membership. Sometimes it's an ad for my freebie, for my 100postideas.com freebie, right? So when you hear that over and over again, it starts to get you into my sphere. It starts to get you into my circle and it gets you to want to hear more about the things that I have to say. So the way that I monetize my podcast is by increasing my authority and increasing the visibility of my products. What a lot of people do, and they don't realize they're doing this, by the way, until you point it out, is that they go, they record a podcast episode, they don't even introduce themselves, they don't even know, they don't even say that they have a business, they, they say nothing about what they offer because why? Quote unquote, they don't want to appear salesy. So they don't share with everybody what is it that they do and how they can help them and what business they have. So that is one thing that you need to fix right now is that if you're not sharing with others what is it that you do and how you can help them, you're definitely not doing it enough and you're not going to be monetizing anything. So to monetize a small podcast, you gotta create relationships with the people who are listening to you and sharing with them what is it that you do so that they will be more likely to come and buy it once you launch. Let's go to tip number three. Tip number three is my best tip if you're thinking about starting a podcast. I'm gonna tell you, you will most likely fail unless you heed my warning unless you hear this tip and believe me on this. And that is that you need to believe that your podcast is here to stay for the long run and that you would do it even if nobody was paying you a penny. If you're starting a podcast thinking, well, I don't want to do this unless it's actually worthwhile monetarily for me, then your podcast is not going to last because you're only going to be thinking of, and rightfully so, right? That is okay. You're only going to be thinking of where should I be putting my time that is going to maximize my earnings, which is totally fine. There's a lot of people out there who have started a podcast and then they stop the podcast because they say it wasn't worth it anymore. I realized that if I put all of that time and effort into something else, I would make more money. Totally. I get it. Go and do that. But if you want your podcast to succeed, meaning to be the next big thing, right? To be the next uh, Amy Porterfield's online marketing made easy podcast, right? You really have to think long term. And you got to remember that people don't start finding your podcast on episode one. Oh my God, let go of the perfectionism on episode one. Only your diehard fans are going to care about episode one. And by then you will have so many followers. Episode one will not matter. Just put it out there. Okay, just let go of that perfectionism. So nobody's going to care about episode one, episode three, episode five. Nobody's going to care. People are going to start to find you on episode 150. So if I told you that, if I told you that, that, hey, 
your podcast is not even going to start getting found by people until you get to episode 150. How would that make you feel? Would that make you feel like, oh, shoot, well, I don't want to go through all that work if I'm not going to get anything for it for the next 150 episodes, which, by the way, at one episode per week, 150 episodes is three years, right? I have been publishing two episodes a week, but not consistently. I actually took a break between season one and season two. I took a break of a few months and then I started again and then I started with uh, two episodes a week. Some are interviews, some are companion. Then at the end of the interviews, I just continued with the companion. So it hasn't been consistently two episodes a week, but now I just hit episode 100 and this podcast has been live for about 18 months. Okay. So I'm still 50 episodes away from truly getting found. Okay. So if I told you that, how would you react? Would this be worth it to you? Yes or no? If it's not worth it, don't even start. Just don't start. It's, it's, it's just going to be a time suck and it's going to be frustrating and it, you're not going to want to continue it and it's just going to have been a complete waste of time. If you want your podcast to succeed, if you want to be the next big thing, you got to do it without worrying about the money. You got to do it because you believe that the world needs this podcast and it needs to hear this message and it needs to hear your perspective. That's how I feel about my podcast. Nobody else is out there talking about, hey, this is how you do things with a small audience. Everybody's out there telling you, you have to grow your audience if you want to have a business. I'm like, no, wait, that only works for like 20% of the coaches out there. 80% of them out there are still believing they need to grow their audience and they're suffering. They're getting themselves in debt. And they're still not getting clients and they need to hear this from me. How to have a business with a small audience is an important message. So that's how I feel about it. So I'm here for the long haul. I'm here for episode 200 and episode 300 and episode 500, right? The Global Phenomenon brand is one that I've really loved. And by the way, I didn't start with a Global Phenomenon. I had a podcast before this one. It was called Trailblazing Out of Corporate Life. And I got it to 100 episodes before I decided to pivot my message, start a new podcast, and I started from scratch all over again because it's about the message. It's not about me and my ego and wanting to get to 150 episodes. It's about the message. Am I getting the message just right? So that is my best tip for you out there. If you want your podcast to succeed, you're going to look at it as if it's going to be here forever, even if nobody pays you. You have to feel that strongly about your message. So let's recap. These are the three things that I need you to believe and to act on in order to have a successful podcast with a small audience. Number one, to know what's the point. How do you define success in your podcast? Number two, be clear on how you're going to monetize it. Money has to come from somewhere. It doesn't just come from having high downloads. Where is the money coming from? What are you going to do to monetize it? And number three, do it even if nobody would pay you for 200 episodes. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at 
your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.